Are you ready for Fragments of Fright, Volume 5? Because it's ready for you. Over 20 scary stories are waiting for you. Go to maniacontheloose.com slash books or go to Amazon and search for Fragments of Fright. If you like scary stories, you've come to the right place. Welcome to the Maniac on the Loose Scary Stories Podcast. (laughs) Sit back and relax. Keep your arms and legs inside the vehicle at all times and enjoy the ride. The Psychic Hotline. The Customer. I'm single and don't date very often. Tonight was the first date I had in nearly a year. The man's name was Chad. We were matched on a dating website. He never showed. I sat in that restaurant and waited. I messaged him several times, but he didn't reply. Oh well. It's not the first time this happened to me. I'm not what one may refer to as a head-turner. I have long black hair, my skin is fair, I wear glasses. Most people would probably describe me as average, some might call me homely. Men who like the librarian look may find me attractive. Literally, I'm a librarian. When I got back home, I made myself a nice tall glass of lemonade. I was hungry since I didn't get to eat on the date as I had planned, so I threw a TV dinner in the oven and then sat on the couch and started flipping through channels on the television. I couldn't find any programs that intrigued me, but paused when I saw a commercial for a psychic hotline. Their sales pitch beckoned me. They encouraged viewers to call for a better grasp on what the future may hold. They insisted their psychics were scrutinized with a variety of tests, and they only hired the best. They swore that their psychics could be trusted, and they offered a money-back guarantee on the first call. The first five minutes were free, and it was one dollar per minute after that. Or I could sign up for the annual package and save big. I had called once before, but I'm shy, and I hung up as soon as the psychic introduced herself. But this time was going to be different. I was going to at least take advantage of the first five minutes that were free. If it wasn't going well, I'd just hang up. I have to admit, I grew anxious as the phone rang, but when I heard the cheerful voice of the psychic on the other end of the line, I immediately relaxed. Hello, this is Psychic Gina. I hope you're having a super day. Can I get your first name, please? My name is Mary. Hi, Mary. Let's get right into this, shall we? I get a sense that your employment revolves around reading or maybe books. Are you a writer or a book editor or maybe work someplace that has a lot of books? I was rather shocked. 
Wow, yes, I'm a librarian. And you've recently had some kind of a disappointment. I'm feeling like this may have happened today. A bad date, perhaps? I paused for a few seconds. How could she know this? Yes, I was stood up tonight. For the next 45 minutes, we talked and talked. She told me things about myself that some of my closest friends didn't even know. Gina was the real thing. An honest-to-goodness psychic. And the surprises kept on coming. Are you cooking? If so, I think you may be burning something. My TV dinner? I had completely forgotten about it. I ran to the oven and took it out. It was well done, but still edible. I was about to explain to her how amazed I was, but she spoke first, and her voice had turned from charmingly gleeful to serious. Mary, do you live alone? Yes, I do. I don't want to alarm you, but there's someone else in your house. A shock of terror jolted through my body, and I spun around and peered down the darkened hallway behind me. I was about to dash down the hallway and out the front door when Psychic Gina gave me a warning. Whatever you do, do not run out of that house. If he hears you, he'll chase you down. For now, I just want you to stand there and stay silent. I did as she instructed. Mary, how many floors does your house have? Two. I'm on the first floor. Gina was quiet for several seconds before she finally spoke again. The intruder is on the second floor. Are you sure? Positive. I was able to hone in on his energy. I can sense him. She was quiet again for a short time before she asked me a question. Do you have any kind of weapon in the house? I nodded as I answered. Yes, I have a gun. It's in my purse. My purse was by the front door. In order to get to it, I'd have to walk down the hallway and pass the stairs that lead to the second floor. If the intruder was at the top of the stairs and heard me coming, he could race down the stairs and get to me before I could get to my purse. I took a few steps toward the hallway, but Gina stopped me. Don't move. I halted and listened to Gina. I sense that the intruder is frightened. He means you no harm. You won't need your gun. I want you to do the following. Shout out that you know he's there and that you have a gun, but that you'll give him ten seconds to leave. Can you do that for me, Mary? I was reluctant. I didn't have my gun. What if the intruder called my bluff? Gina had been correct about everything else so far. Evidently, I trusted her enough to put my life in her hands. I took in a choppy breath before screaming out. I know you're in here. I have a gun. I'm going to kill you if you don't leave this house in the next ten seconds. My final word was barely out of my mouth when I heard the sound of somebody tearing down the staircase. I could see a dark figure appear at the bottom of the stairs. They moved into the hallway, turned and glanced at me for a second before they spun around and bolted out of the front door. I collapsed to the floor in a nervous heap. Gina talked me down and helped me to relax. She explained that had I walked upstairs and surprised the intruder, he may have harmed me 
or worse. The psychic saved my life. The psychic hotline. The intruder. Chad was the name of the man I was supposed to follow. He parked in a lot behind the restaurant. Lucky for me, he walked through the gloomy side of the alley on the way to the restaurant's entrance. Chad was about 5'11". He was thin and balding. He wore thin-framed glasses. He wasn't the intimidating type, but that didn't mean a damn thing if he knew how to fight. I'm a big, strong guy, and I know how to handle myself. Most guys don't stand a chance against me, and fortunately, Chad was no exception. I pulled him behind a dumpster, wrapped my arm around his throat, and held him in a chokehold as I repeatedly stabbed him in the back. I tossed his body in the dumpster and waited in the shadows until she emerged from the restaurant. She lived just a few blocks away and had walked there, so I followed. To most people, this gal would be considered average-looking. Some may even describe her as homely, but to me, she was sexy. I always had a thing for librarian types. Her house was on the outskirts of town on a corner. Kinda busy and bright, but her backyard was dark and I was able to break in quietly. She had no idea. The Psychic Hotline The Psychic Mary Chadwell, a librarian from Princeton, Kentucky, called our Psychic Hotline three weeks ago. Although she hung up without ever speaking a word to a psychic, we knew she'd call again. As a matter of fact, we'd make sure of it. For us, first-time hang-up callers were a golden opportunity. Through caller ID, we'd get their phone number. With that, we could search various databases and obtain the caller's name and address. Further digging, both legally and illegally, would allow us to obtain more sensitive information, such as social security numbers, banking information, social media access, and more. With all that information, we are able to compile an accurate profile and routine of our target. When we hacked into Mary's dating website, we discovered she was chatting with a man named Chad and had scheduled a date with him. After digging around in Chad's profile, we found that he had referred to psychics as fortune tellers to another woman he had been in communication with. Due to Chad's skeptical nature, we feared that Chad would potentially sway Mary from ever calling our psychic hotline again. So he had to be eliminated. Our man in that region took care of that problem and then followed Mary to her home. He successfully gained entry to the house and informed our desk as to Mary's doings. We instructed him to put a pill that we created into her drink. Our men who we hire for these positions are masters at stealth. He was able to silently, swiftly, sneak into the kitchen while her back was turned and drop one of our suggestive sedatives into her lemonade without her ever knowing. Mary didn't even realize she passed out for a few minutes after sitting on the couch. It allowed us time to intercept the cable signal and insert our commercial which sent out subliminal messaging. In Mary's mind, she was never asleep, 
She was just flipping channels on television, happened upon our commercial, and was intrigued enough to call. It was easy to hook Mary simply by feeding her information about herself that we already knew from her profile. This was what we called the initial wow. We'd follow that up with the jaw dropper by pointing out something specific within the caller's home. In Mary's case, our intruder informed us of Mary's TV dinner. Then we implemented Project Lifesaver, in which we informed Mary of the intruder within her house. We made sure to find out about Mary's weapon situation and encouraged her not to use it. We had an unfortunate incident years ago where a woman shot six holes into one of our men, but we learned from that mistake. Our man escaped unharmed and Mary was under the impression that I saved her life. After that, it was easy to get her to sign up for our annual Super Saver plan, which cost the low, low price of just $10,000 per year. Another day, another satisfied customer. We hope you enjoyed the show. We're dying for you to come back for more. <laughs> Visit ManiacOnTheLoose.com Sign up for our newsletter and I'll give you some free stuff. We'll see you soon. Very soon. Here's a super fun way to support the show. Go to ManiacOnTheLoose.com slash store and buy some Maniac on the Loose merchandise. Let the world know you're a listener. T-shirts, sweatshirts, hoodies, hats, mugs. There's a bunch of items to choose from. And you have a multitude of design choices, including all of my book covers. Go take a look. It's super cool. Go on. Do it. Right now. Go. ManiacOnTheLoose.com slash store If you like the Maniac on the Loose Scary Stories podcast, please subscribe on whatever platform you listen on. Feel free to leave a nice review, too, if you like. And don't be shy about letting other people know about the show. All of these things help us out a ton, and we appreciate it very much.